You're listening to the Bible Chunks Read-Through Podcast in association with the Limadim Bible Reading Plan in Charles River Church. For more information on Limadim, visit lmd.church. Or for more information on Charles River Church, visit charlesriverchurch.com. We read the whole story to make whole disciples of Jesus. Hey, welcome to the Bible Chunks Read-Through Podcast, where we read through the Bible in the chunks, or sections based on themes, that it was designed to be read in, so we can get a better handle on the story of God. My name is Kevin. That's enough about me. Let's dive into the Word. Today we'll be reading Isaiah 28.1 through 30.33. 86 verses today. Ah, the proud crown of the drunkards of Ephraim, and the fading flower of its glorious beauty which is on the head of the rich valley of those overcome with wine. Behold, the Lord has one who is mighty and strong, like a storm of hail, a destroying tempest, like a storm of mighty overflowing waters. He cast down to the earth with his hand. The proud crown of the drunkards of Ephraim will be trodden underfoot, and the fading flower of its glorious beauty, which is on the head of the rich valley, will be like a first ripe fig before the summer. When someone sees it, he swallows it as soon as it is in his hand. In that day, the Lord of hosts will be a crown of glory and a diadem of beauty to the remnant of his people and a spirit of justice to him who sits in judgment and strength to those who turn back against, turn back the battle at the gate. These also reel with wine and stagger with strong drink. The priest and the prophet reel with strong drink. They're swallowed by wine. They stagger with strong drink. They reel in vision. They stumble in giving judgment. For all tables are full of filthy vomit with no space left. To whom will he teach knowledge? And to whom will he explain the message? Those who are weaned from the milk. Those taken from the breast? For it is precept upon precept. Precept upon precept. Line upon line. Line upon line, here a little, there a little. For by people of strange lips and with a foreign tongue, the Lord will speak to this people, to whom he has said, This is rest, give rest to the weary, and this is repose. Yet they would not hear. And the word of the Lord will be to them precept upon precept, precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line, here a little, there a little that they may go and fall backwards and be broken and snared and taken. Therefore hear the word of the Lord, you scoffers, who rule this people in Jerusalem. Because you have said, we have made a covenant with death and with sure we have an agreement. But the overwhelming whip passes through, it will not come to us. For we have made lies our refuge and in falsehood we have taken shelter. Therefore thus says the Lord God, behold, I am the one who has laid the foundation in Zion, a stone, a tested stone, a precious cornerstone of a sure foundation. Whoever believes will not be in haste, and I will make justice the line and righteousness the plumb line, and hail will sweep away this ref- the refuge of lies, and waters will overwhelm the shelter. Then your covenant with death will be annulled, and your agreement with Sheol will not stand. 
When the overwhelming scourge passes through, you will be beaten down by it. As often as it passes through, it'll take you. From morning by morning, it'll pass through, and day by night. And it will be sheer terror to understand the message. For the bed is too short to stretch oneself on, and the covering too narrow to wrap oneself in. For the Lord will rise up, as on Mount Perizim, as in the valley of Gibeon he will be roused, to do his deed, strange is his deed, and to his work, alien is his work. Now therefore do not scoff, lest your bonds be made strong. For I have heard a decree of destruction from the Lord God of hosts against the whole land. Give ear and hear my voice. Give attention and hear my speech. Does he who plows for sowing plow continually? Does he continually open and harrow his ground? When he has leveled its surface, does he not scatter dill, sow cumin, and put in wheat in rows, and barley in its proper place, and emmer at the, bo- as the border? For he is rightly instructed as God teaches him. Dill is not threshed with the threshing sledge, nor is a cartwheel rolled over cumin, but dill is beaten out with a stick, and cumin with a rod. Does one crush grain for bread? No, he does not thresh it forever. When he drives his cartwheel over it, With his horses, he does not crush it. This also comes from the Lord of hosts. He is wonderful in counsel and excellent in wisdom. Ah, Ariel, Ariel, the city where David encamped. Add year to year. Let the feasts run their round. Yet I will distress Ariel, and there shall be mourning and lamentation, and she shall be to me like Ariel. And I will encamp against you all around, And I will besiege you with towers, and I will raise siege words against you. And you will be brought low, from the earth you shall speak, and from the dust your speech will be bowed down. Your voice shall come from the ground like the voice of a ghost, and from the dust of your speech shall whisper. But the multitude of your foreign foes shall be like small dust, and the multitude of the ruthless like passing chaff. And in an instant, suddenly, you will be visited by the Lord of hosts with thunder and with earthquake and a great noise, with whirlwind and tempest and the flame of devouring fire, and the multitude of all the nations that fight against Ariel, all that fight against her and her stronghold and distress her shall be like a dream, a vision in the night, as when a hungry man dreams and behold, he's eating and awakes with his hunger not satisfied, or as when a thirsty man dreams and behold, he is drinking and awakes faint and with his thirst not quenched. So shall the multitude of all the nations be that fight against Mount Zion. Astonish yourselves and be astonished. Blind yourselves and be blind. Be drunk, but not with wine. Stagger, but not with strong drink. For the Lord has poured out upon you a spirit of deep sleep, and has closed your eyes, the prophets, and has covered your heads, the seers. And the vision of all this has become to you like the words of a book that is sealed. When men give it to one who can read, saying, Read this, he says, I cannot, for it is sealed. And when they give the book to one who cannot read, saying, Read this, he says, I cannot read. And the Lord said, Because this people draw near with their mouth, and honor me with their lips, while their hearts are far from me, and their fear of me is a commandment taught by men. Therefore, behold, I will again do wonderful things with this people, with wonder upon wonder, and the wisdom of their wise men shall perish, and the discernment of their discerning men shall be hidden. Ah, you who hide deep from the Lord your counsel, whose deeds are in the dark, and who say, Who sees us? 
Who knows us? You turn things upside down. Shall the potter be regarded as the clay? That the thing made should say of its maker, He did not make me. Or the thing formed say of him who formed it, He is not. He has no understanding. Is it not yet a very little while until Lebanon shall be turned into a fruitful field? And the fruitful field shall be regarded as a forest. In that day the deaf shall hear the words of a book. And out of their gloom and darkness the eyes of the blind shall see. The meek shall obtain fresh joy in the Lord, and the poor among mankind shall exult in the Holy One of Israel. For the ruthless shall come to nothing, and the scoffer cease, and all who watch to do evil shall be cut off, by who by a word make a man out to be an offender, and lay a snare for him who reproves in the gate, and with an empty plea turn aside to him who is in the right. Therefore thus says the Lord, who redeemed Abraham concerning the house of Jacob, Jacob shall no more be ashamed, no more shall his face grow pale. For when he sees his children, the work of his hands in its midst, they will sanctify my name. They will sanctify the Holy One of Jacob, and will stand in awe of the God of Israel. And those who go astray in spirit will come to understanding, and those who murmur will accept instruction. Ah, stubborn children, declares the Lord, who carry out a plan, but not mine, and who make an alliance, but not of my spirit that they may add sin to sin, who set out to go down to Egypt without asking for my direction, to take refuge in the protection of Pharaoh, and to seek shelter in the shadow of Egypt. Therefore, shall the protection of Pharaoh turn to your shame, and the shelter of the shadow of Egypt to your humiliation. For though his officials are at Zion, and his envoys reach Hanes, everyone comes to shame through a people that cannot profit them, that brings neither help nor profit, but shame and disgrace. An oracle on the beasts of the Negev. Through a land of trouble and anguish, from where comes the lioness and the lion, the adder and the flying fiery serpent, they carry their riches on their backs of donkeys and their treasures on the humps of camels to a people that cannot profit them. Egypt's help is worthless and empty, therefore I have called her Rahab who sits still. And now, go, write it before them on a tablet and inscribe it in a book, that it may be for the time to come, as a witness forever. For they are a rebellious people, lying children, children unwilling to hear the instruction of the Lord, who say to the seers, Do not see, and to the prophets, Do not prophesy to us what is right. Speak to us in smooth things, prophesy illusions. Leave the way, turn aside from the path. Let us hear no more about the Holy One of Israel. Therefore, thus says the Holy One of Israel, because you despise this word and trust in oppression and perverseness and rely on them, therefore this iniquity shall be to you like a breach in a high wall, bulging out and about to collapse, whose breaking comes suddenly, in an instant, and its breaking is like that of a potter's vessel that is smashed so ruthlessly that among its fragments not a shard is found with which to make fire from the, from the earth or to dip up water out of a cistern. For thus says the Lord God, the Holy One of Israel, In returning and rest you shall be saved, in quietness and in trust shall be your strength. But you are unwilling, and you said, No, we will flee upon our horses. Therefore you shall flee away, and we will ride upon swift steeds. Therefore your pursuers shall be swift. A thousand shall flee at the threat of one, and at the threat of five you shall flee till you are left like a flagstaff on the top of a mountain, 
like a signal on a hill. Therefore the Lord waits to be gracious to you, and therefore he exalts himself to show mercy to you. For the Lord is a God of justice. Blessed are those who wait for him. For a people shall dwell in Zion. In Jerusalem you shall weep no more. He will surely be gracious to you at the sound of your cry. As soon as he hears it, he answers you. And though the Lord give you the bread of adversity and the water of affliction, yet your teacher will not hide himself any more, but your eyes shall see your teacher. And your ears shall hear a word behind you, saying, This is the way. Walk in it. When you turn to the right or when you turn to the left, then you will defile your carved idols overlaid with silver and your gold-plated metal images. You'll scatter them as unclean things. You will say to them, Be gone. And he will give rain for the seed with which you sow the ground and bread, the produce of the ground, which will be rich and plenteous. In that day your livestock will graze in large pastures, and the oxen and the donkeys that work the ground will eat seasoned fodder, which has been winnowed with a shovel and fork. And on every lofty mountain and every high hill there will be brooks running with water, in the day of the great slaughter, when the towers fall. Moreover, the light of the moon will be as the light of the sun, and the light of the sun will be sevenfold as the light of seven days, in the day when the Lord binds up the brokenness in his people and heals the wounds inflicted by his blow. Behold, the name of the Lord comes from afar, burning with his anger and thick rising smoke. His lips are full of fury and his tongue is like a devouring fire. His breath is like an overflowing stream that reaches up to the neck to sift the nations with the sieve of destruction and to place on the jaws of the peoples a bridle that lead astray. You shall have a song as in the night when a holy feast is kept, and gladness of heart as one sets out from the sound of the flute to go to the mountain of the Lord, to the rock of Israel. And the Lord will cause his majestic voice to be heard and the descending blow of his arm to be seen, in furious anger and a flame of devouring fire, with a cloudburst and storm and hailstones. The Assyrians will be a terror-stricken at the voice of the Lord when he strikes with his rod, and every stroke of his appointed staff that the Lord lays on them will be to the sound of tambourines and lyres. Battling with brandished arm, he will fight with them. For a burning place has been, has long been prepared. Indeed, for the king it is made ready, its pyre made deep and wide, with fire and wood in abundance. The breath of the Lord, like a stream of sulfur, kindles it. poetic and flowery language to get his point across. It, I, I want to really focus in on some of the, the first things that he said uh, against Ephraim and Jerusalem as the Lord is giving these warnings to his people, uh, accusing them of their crimes against him, letting them know what he is displeased with, and then how to turn away from it, and also what is coming because of it. But he begins by talking about, like, they have lifted themselves up. They have become haughty and proud. 
and they reel with wine and stagger with strong drink, and the prophets are drunk, and they're swallowed with wine, and, and everybody is turned away from the Lord. They're not thinking clearly like they're, like they're drunk. And he uses all of these, the, this language of a flood, that he's sending a flood. He's mighty waves and, and water images. And, and surely this is bringing us back to the flood, back to Noah, where God had promised never again to flood the whole earth with water. But yet he will use these localized floods, quote unquote, these judgments where he uses a nation to destroy another nation. And then will, uh, out of that, reveal his mercy and his kindness on the other end of it as he kind of wakes people up from their drunken stupor toward, back towards their the need for him. And he continually says, like, hear my voice, give attention to me, hear my speech, listen, listen to this, this accusation against you. Is it not true? Is it not true? And so he's he's giving he's giving his accusations and his judgments against his own people, and then he gives sort of a, a image of what's going to happen to Jerusalem, that Jerusalem will be sieged, that foreigners will come, they will besiege the city, they will they will cause mighty hardships to come against his people, and that is going to come to pass. But then in the middle of it, he's still, he's still giving them hopes. He's still letting them know that I haven't, forgive, I haven't forgotten you completely. He redeemed Abraham and, and he made promises to Jacob. And you will no longer be ashamed and you won't be pale anymore. And, and you will flourish once again. But difficulty is on its way. Judgment is coming. And don't go down and, and make a covenant with Egypt. That's who was oppressing you back when I brought you out of that land. Don't go back down there. He has given specific instructions in his law not to do that. And But they are a rebellious people and they, they are looking for salvation in everything other than the Lord. And yet it is the Lord who shows that he fights for them over and over throughout the scriptures we have seen him deliver them out of the hand of Egypt without without firing a shot without a single blast of anything he delivers them out of Egypt the Lord fights their battles he's the one who has turned nations against themselves into panic when no Israelite has had to do a single thing he's the he's the god of David who had opportunity to take matters into his own hand several times and yet he was told or he knew that he was to wait upon the Lord and the Lord delivered Saul and this is our God and this is the God who is reminding them listen you it seems really dark right now but if you would trust me if you would trust me I would deliver you from this but you won't trust me you're trusting everything other than me and therefore judgment is coming and I will remind you of who I am. And then I will, in that reminding, I will cause you to flourish again. And so, as we wrap up today, I would ask you to consider what 
does this section of scripture tell us about who God is? What reminders did you need today? What, what do you need to meditate upon his character? What does this section of scripture tell us about who we are? And then finally, what was it that the Holy Spirit was stirring up while we were reading it? Take those thoughts, turn them into prayers, and we'll be right here again tomorrow. Until then, God bless. Thank you.